going back to a question that I had for you, which we were kind of talking about this a little bit. So when you were starting out, how did you know that your idea for Bell was worth buying into? How did you know it was worth the risk and worth the jump? Well, the thing is, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. There's no way. You don't know. You can look. You can research. Um, I did a lot of research. I read a lot of blogs. I followed people who I aspirationally wanted to potentially go that direction, so other people who were successful in PR. But the reason why so many people, uh, I think, one of the reasons why people who want to be entrepreneurs and don't, the reason they don't do that is because it's scary and you don't know. Yeah. Like you are taking a leap. It is a jump. And even if it goes well, it could go south, right? The econ- people have the economy crashes, right? That still happens. Yeah. You make bad business decisions. You lose money. You make bad hires. You make bad, I've talked about that to you guys before, client hires, right? Uh, all those pieces. And I've made my fair share of, <laughs> of mistakes. I've wasted tens of thousands of dollars. Like you make mistakes. Yeah. Um, so there's no absolute guarantee. And that's why it's so, for me, getting past that five-year point as an entrepreneur um, and as a female entrepreneur, mm-hmm. getting my business past five years, that's very that's very hard to do. Is that, that's rare? Mm-hmm. And also getting past your first million in revenue. So that was, for us, that was the Key West trip. It was like, we hit that goal, let's go and all celebrate together because we all worked toward it, right? You just don't know. And um, you have to be willing to take the risk. When I started and uh, someone gave me the advice that I took to heart, which was once you decide to do this, you need to come to terms with no longer being employable. Hmm. You're no longer employable. This Hmm. is you now. This is you. You chart your own course, and there's no back door to this. Like, you're not going to pull a parachute. This is it. So you commit, you know, and just say this has no choice but to succeed. Hmm. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more. Let's talk about the burnout culture you were experiencing um, when you were at that agency and how that's really impacted how you work uh, and how you build a team. PR is scary when it comes to the stress statistics. It's one of the top stressful industries in the U.S. It beats out firefighters some years. What? I know. (laughs) It's crazy. It's because it's customer service overload, right? So you have fire drills all the time. We remind ourselves that, hey, this isn't rocket science. This isn't brain surgery. But to our clients, it feels that crucial, Mm -hmm. right? So you have to be really, oh, you have to be committed to not taking things to heart, Right, because it can wear on you, you know, that, oh, I, I, did I do this perfect or not? And we have a team of what I call recovering perfectionists, mm-hmm. right? We started there and we realized that's never going to be attainable. So we're trying to work our way back from perfectionism. But really looking at the industry as a whole, we work our, our employees so hard. Um, so it's not uncommon to have a 60-hour work week or an 80-hour work week. And it's the idea of, you know, the PR girl model, right? Like you just put your heels on. You just go, go, go. The sex the in the city. Hustle, right? hustle, hustle, hustle. Yeah. Just get it done. But what we're finding is you can hustle during those 40 hours in the work week. Bring your A game for that. And then check out because guess what? Your brain needs a break. If you're supposed to be creative, you cannot be on all the time. I know entrepreneurs who haven't taken a full week off. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You're you're doing a disservice to yourself and your team. Mm-hmm. The first year, I took time off, but I, I still wasn't completely unplugged. Mm-hmm. The second year, I took a full two weeks off. That's awesome. And it was, I remember blogging about it because it was significant, and I came back and freaked my team out because I was so full of ideas. They're like, slow down, <laughs> put it in a document, stop. 
Was it a staycation or was it like a vacation? It was the beach. That's where I get refreshed if you're yep. seeing a, a theme there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the beach does it for me. So, yeah. but yeah, that our industry is just notorious for kind of turning and turning employees. And so what happens is they work at an agency, get that experience, they burn out and then they go corporate. And so what's happening in our space right now, we can't find account executives. That middle tier is not there because they start out, they burn out and leave mm. and then maybe come back later. So what we're finding is we're actually having to cultivate AEs ourselves, raise them through the ranks and keep them. Wow. Yeah. And so in order to do that, you have to create a place that doesn't make them want to leave because they they're working stay. so much. Yes, yeah, because you've invested all that, and it's a long a long game. And um, how we do that at Bell is we give promotion opportunities early and often. They get opportunities to, like, lead accounts mm-hmm. even a couple years in because they're so freaking smart. Mm-hmm. So um, if they're willing to step their game up and do the work, they're going to get the opportunity. 